Started the car and we were on our way down a path less to the present day now. Time's gone by so very fast. Welcome to the Van Life Culture Series, the series that takes a look under the hood of the van life traveling and blogging movement. We met some friends, they came along, we found a place where we belong now. We, we wish these times would forever last. Today we're looking at the ideology of the van life movement. The wanderlust of hashtag Van Life 2015 was made by The Atlantic and it examines the travelling and blogging movement which they described was established by Foster Huntington. And we know that he quit his corporate job to travel full-time in a Volkswagen. Huntington says in the documentary, I felt like I was pissing away my 20s doing that and changed to a more authentic way of living documenting his travels on social media. Now this documentary examines the phenomenon of Huntington and others becoming social media and blogging and Instagram sensations with sometimes millions of followers. Hashtag van life now refers to the subcultural movement of thousands of successfully viable van life channels, enjoying a youthful countercultural lifestyle which rejects dominant culture consumerist ideologies. Now, this is one of the main documentaries about van life, and I did a little digging, and I thought, why why does the Atlantic want to make a documentary about this? And then I found there's sort of some correlations, and in many respects, the Atlantic who produced the documentary is coming from a similar sort of transcendentalist, transcendentalist, that's not easy, is it, tradition, and that, in fact, Ralph Waldo Emerson 1803 to 1882, was one of its founders. He was a transcendentalist, one of those who see the goodness in people and nature and celebrates the self-reliant individual as a means of escaping the perils of modern institutions, much like the narratives of the van lifers themselves. Get back to nature, independence, you can do it. There's kind of like a subversive ideology here. It's, it's not mainstream. It's a little bit hipster. Together, a journey that's lasted a dozen years, and though we may be leaving each other, it doesn't mean we can't look back in the mirror. The ideology at work in the tradition seeks to undermine the dominant culture in the ways, in the way it talks about ways we should live, work for the man, and live in houses. Two van lifers and the transcendentalists, there were better ways of living more in touch with nature and ourselves. It's deep. Good memories were made with good friends And it's these times that we will hold on to As a new highway begins and the old one ends A subversive ideology generally is one that challenges, contradicts and undermines the dominant ideology. And you'll see that the interviews in the van life documentary kind of reinforce this perspective. They kind of say we're forced to live unnatural, inauthentic lives, kind of like slaves to the system. And they present an alternative way of living that is not all about buying a house, consuming, and having a huge debt. And I kind of think the way it's presented has parallels with the hippie movement. And I've talked about this in other episodes. The Atlantic documentary positions viewers to sympathize with the romantic countercultural perspective of the individual in touch with nature and themselves. 
in contrast to the corrupting influence of the dominant ideology, which is exposed in the interviews. Van lifers are presented as marginalized victims of the economic downturn, complete with large student debts. The effect is of challenging and tricking the consumerist, environmentally problematic ideology of mainstream ways of living, and presenting the hashtag van lifestyle as natural, common sense response to the economic situation. When we look deeper, however, there is a capitalist subtext in the way subcultures have been closely associated with identity branding and consumerist culture for a long time now. The article hashtags and hippie buses cultural contradictions within the hashtag van life movement kind of explored this, how the movement depends on technology and entrepreneurial skills. In the documentary, Huntington also sort of alludes to this, and he sees one of the problems of van life culture is the fetishization of vans, showing how consumption patterns and identity branding have become such a huge part of the movement. Then, we're kind of forced to consider, have the van lifers sold out, or is the social media, the technology, an integral piece of the puzzle? It's what helps the van lifers make community, it connects them. And this is also kind of subversive in a way. It's not anti-technology, but it's helping people fight against the individualism, the isolation, which the sort of mainstream is looking to oppose on the van lifers. It shows that having a van and life is not all about this sort of individualist quest to achieve and to earn more and to get more for myself. It's like we can have community and we can use technology to the best of our ability to promote our own interest to create a better society for the future, a new utopia. The old democratizing influence of the internet that was promised, it's really trying to achieve that. It's really trying to achieve those early hippie sort of utopian dreams. We're born with the internet, you know, it was going to democratize and it was going to create this level playing field. And it's not until now that we see it starting to happen, to see the first green shoots of this new utopia. maybe it's simply capitalism reinventing itself. What do you think? Is it like what Andrew Potter says, it's this internal drive in capitalism to create subcultures and that we're all becoming part of this hip stream like Steve Jobs and everyone else in capitalism's crazy thirst to reinvent itself and find new markets. You know, like the first you start off with an indie band and like everyone's jumping on top of them and like, oh, yes, yes, get this band. And then they're too mainstream and then they move into the to the new band. Now, it's, it's this need in capitalism, which Andrew Potter talks about. And he says there aren't any subcultures at all, that we all inevitably are part of this great hipstream, which is capitalism's drive to reinvent itself. We all assume that capitalism needs stability, but what it really needs is change. Let us know what you think. We'll keep investigating these issues in the Van Life series. We'll keep talking about the future. Follow us on Twitter, like the station, and catch our next podcast. And you can also flip over to communicationgeneration.com, post. If we get a big enough following, I'll keep on producing these. 
And um, I think we're going to get into some really interesting territory. It, it's really great to have a podcast like this where you get to drill down and a little bit deeper. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. in the mirror